Space Invaders? Space Invaders? Yeah. Like the cabinet game or like on what console? Um, for Atari 2600, please. Uh, we don't have retro games that far back. Uh, uh what about for a cabinet? For the, for the cabinets? We yeah. have those online. We don't stock them store though, like the little mini cabinets. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Space Invaders is still a valid one or not. Um, okay. But if you're looking for the Atari 6, 2600, um, the high score video games in Shock would be a best bet for that. For like high score? Stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, what they about... More retro stuff that we do. Oh, they do? Okay. Um, I was wondering, what about Space Invaders for other consoles? Um, I mean, I can check. I don't know if Space Invaders has released on anything else. Thank you. I appreciate it. Might it. Have been one of those weird yeah, it's, it's actually the 40th anniversary. Can you believe it? years or so, but yeah, it's crazy for me to think about that it's 40 years old. Yeah. Um, uh, Space Invaders, the only thing that I have for Space Invaders uh, that is available to be ordered is uh, the, uh, one of them is a, what they call a countercade, so it's like that like that small cabinet that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. um, let me see what it looks like here. Yeah, it's like a countertap arcade, has Space Invaders, it's $149.99. Oh, cool. It also looks like they have a one that's coming out in. I think it's coming out in November. Oh. A full cabinet. Yeah, they have a full cabinet. Uh, I guess it's a mini cabinet, so it's not like the full size. Oh no, it's tiny. Okay, never mind. Uh, the first one, the countertop cabinet, will probably be more what you're looking for because the mini cabinet's way way smaller. What's coming out in um, November? It's, a, it's like a mini cabinet, so it's like, um, I would say, about two feet tall. Um, but the counter, the countertop one is a little bit bigger, a little better of a size. Oh, is it like a wood grain? Uh, kind of. I mean, it's it's more of like a counter, like a bar top game that you would put on like a, a bar or something like that. You'd sit up on a, sit on a bar stool and play, you know, whatever like whatever those games are that they have on them. Yeah. Uh, bar top things. It'd be like one of those, except it'd have Space Invaders with the joystick and the two buttons and that oh, kind of cool. stuff. And yeah, as far as other consoles, I don't have Space Invaders on anything else. In and who's put games. and who's putting out that cabinet? Uh, Midway. Apparently, it's Arcade One Up. Arcade One Up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you can just, if you go on to GameStop.com and search Space Invader uh, Countercade, it'll pop right up and you can take a peek at it. Can I play it on, like, um, Xbox or PlayStation, or? Nope, it's just, it's a standalone experience, so it would be, it would be on the countertop, uh, like, little TV thing. It wouldn't mm -hmm. be on an Xbox, or, uh, at least the ones that I have currently. I don't have the, I don't have any copies of the Xbox versions, um, to be honest with you. 
um, the ones that were released on that, the ports I've heard aren't very good. Oh, really? So you'd want to do some research on making sure that the Space Invaders is the good, um, uh, a good version of it before you put any money down towards it. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I know some, especially with console ports, like with the second Genesis thing, yeah. they screwed up the scout sounds on a lot of games, so people weren't super thrilled. Oh, really? Was that with the new one? Yeah, the, um, I think it was, not the Mini, the one before the Mini. And what did they screw up? They, the, the sounds profiles were just not very good on it, so oh. things didn't sound very good. So people were upset. Yeah, it's because it's an emulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, yeah, that's the best part of the problem, right? So, like, especially with ones on, like, you know, even if it's first-party video games, you want to make sure that you're getting a good emulation, otherwise, why would you bother? Right, are you doing pet RetroPie and all that? No, we, no. we do nothing like that. Okay. Um, a RetroPie might be more of like a, a, a high score video games too. They might have something like that. Um, but we uh, we just don't. That's more of like a custom thing. Yeah, okay. And um, so basically those are my options with Space Invaders? Yeah, that would that'll be my best, like, my best. Suggestion, I guess. I mean, otherwise, if you want to play on the classic Atari 2600, there is, you have the, uh, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, high score video games in your back pocket to kind of, uh, you know, pat the blow on that and be able to play it on the, the classic machine, you know? Right. Um, well, that's what I prefer. Uh, the challenges, the challenge. What was that? I, I prefer that, but what are the challenges? The challenges with that would be like hooking up to a modern TV, I would assume, because like, the Atari 2600, I would assume, doesn't have, like, the best ports. It probably has, like, you know, the classic, you know, red and, or red and yellow or whatever it was back in the day, auxiliary cords. So you might want to do some research on how to get an Atari 2600 on a modern t HDTV. Oh, it's more complicated than you think? I, I would assume. I, I've never, I haven't had something that old to try to hook up on my new TVs. I mean, the oldest I've gone is M64. And they saw an adapter for it, so. I would assume you'd need, like, some kind of HDMI converter, right, for the new smart TVs? Probably. I mean, I, I honestly have no idea. That's, that'd be something um, that would be interesting to find out, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'll we'll have to give them a call, you know, over there. Absolutely, yeah. And if you have any other questions, don't hesitate to call us, okay? For great help. Happy 4th. Yep, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Bye. Take care. My first game is kind of lame. Remember how I, I like, I think I shocked isn't the right word. What, what were we talking about where, like I said, Pong and you're like, get out, you know? Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Like Pong, you yeah, had Pong. Best, uh, best game ever or something. Pong. No, no. Games that amazed us. Yeah. Games that amazed you. You, you chose Pong. <laughs> chose it's like, Pong. really? That amazed you? <laughs> and, and I, I get where you're yeah. coming from once you explained it. Sure. At that time. Yeah. It really did amaze me. Yeah. And I'm still happy to play a bit of Pong against another person. Yeah. Okay, so what's the next least uh, exciting game after Pong nowadays, right? Well, well I, I have a feeling that I yeah. know that I now remember what you're going to pick. Yeah. And if it's the one that I'm thinking of, I played a bunch of it this afternoon. Oh, yeah? Uh, and I was really enjoying it. 
Okay, Space Invaders? Is yeah. That yeah, yeah. I totally so, got into it, but you're right. It's like Space Invaders. Yeah, like of all the games that I could play, I'm not going to run to Space Invaders for my shoot 'em up fix. Yeah. But I played this afternoon and I totally got into it. Yeah, it, it is still such a, a satisfying game to play. To set. Now, were you playing the arcade, like on your cocktail cabinet yeah, there? I, yeah, I was playing on my arcade machine there. Yeah, that, that's, that's great. So I've got four versions of Space Invaders I love, but we'll talk about them quick. Okay. The arcade version, which you were just playing, yeah. Uh, at the Midwest Gaming Classic, almost every year, somebody brings their authentic nice. Space Invaders arcade, yeah. And I have a great game or two of that where you're just playing with a left and right button, yes, and a single fire button, but the screen and like the little cover overlay over the black and white graphics. Yeah, it's not really. This version doesn't have a color overlay as okay. such. Well. Let me think. Is that funny? It still is very monochrome. Yeah. I know there was Super Space Invaders that had like this kind of rainbow display to yeah. fake other colors. And, okay. Well, did it fake it? Hey, I guess I'll have to look that up. I like the steady pace of it, mm -hmm. Well, which does accelerate as yep. you get towards the end of each level. But just that timing, one shot at a time, thinking yep. about every shot, looking at those great big call, like these huge columns of invaders yep. coming and just working your way through it. Yes. Yeah. I find that very satisfying dodging, mm -hmm. going under the little turrets or the little protection, whatever yep. you want to call the blockades or whatever. Shields. Yeah. And edging out, taking a shot, yeah. back in again. Well, and that's what I got into this afternoon. Like, I'd never really given Space Invaders more than one go at a time in the past. Just because usually if Space Invaders is around, there are lots of other things around to try as well. So I'm not going to spend my time on, on old, boring Space Invaders. Yeah. But even just giving it an hour today, this was actually a really well-designed game. Yeah. Like when you... Like you're kind of alluding to it. I think that there's much more of a, like I watch my boys play and they just going back and forth, shooting at things. You can get into like, I don't want to make it sound as strategic as chess or anything like that, but almost like a Tetris like state yeah. when you're playing the game. Like there's a, there's enough going on that it, that it can be a little bit overwhelming, but not so much that when you get into the zone, you can get just about everything into your headspace and you can know what you need to do, or at least feel like, yeah. you know what you need to do. I just got to do this. I'm going to take out this column, get a couple from the bottom row just to keep yeah. things going. Like you were saying, just edge out a little bit, take the shot, move back, take the shots. I can get these. I'm going to go over to this side, take this guy's out while I'm waiting for this row to make it past yeah. the, the shield. I'll just duck over here and take a few guys out on the bottom. Even the way that they designed the aliens, they've got thicker, wider guys on the bottom and skinnier guys on the yeah. top. I'd never noticed that until today. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's got to be a deliberate choice because the bottom ones are a little bit easier to hit. And then as you go up to the top of the screen, they're getting smaller. It's, it's pretty brilliant yeah, design. It is. It's really good design. I'm really glad that, that you did that, you know, that, that you experienced all those things. Cause that's, Cause that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's good. It's good. So, uh, Space Invaders Arcade, I love. Atari 2600 Space Invaders. Great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I now, probably played the most, the most Space Invaders I played was probably 2600 Space Invaders. Yeah. Was like, that a pack-in game? No. Well, you know It might have been a pack-in game for some It might have been for some people. Things. Of course, yeah. Combat's the original oh, pack-in yeah, game. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. But I think it's totally likely that they had alternate. I guess we'd find out. Yeah, or maybe it was like one of the Christmas of 
1980 or something, yes. they came out with Space Invaders and everybody had to have Space Invaders that year. Yeah. And because it seemed like everybody did have Space Invaders yes. for the 2600. There's a lot less Space Invaders to shoot per mm -hmm. level on it. But considering the Atari 2600's limitations, they did a really good job with yeah. that. And they had different alien designs, but yes. still very compelling. Very, like... Sometimes when I think of Space Invaders, my mind, actually, when I think of the Space Invaders design, my mind goes to the 2600 Space Invaders before it goes to the arcade ones. Yeah. yeah. And it had a neat variation where you could do two players at once. That was lots, so cool. It had lots of neat variations, yep. but two players at once was, was brilliant. Yeah, it was great. This cooperative mode. And if you feel like a more fast-paced game of Space Invaders, there's an Easter egg or a cheat mode oh, yeah. built into Space Invaders. A lot of people don't know this. Even people who have spent a lot of time with Atari 2600. Tell me. Turn off your Atari 2600. Yeah. With Space Invaders. You know, put Space Invaders in with it turned off. Then hold down the reset switch. Yeah. While you power on. Yeah. Start a game. You will be able to shoot two, two. bullets. Really? Simultaneously. Well, not. Yeah. Like you can have two shots on screen at once. Right on. And you can just plow through those invaders. <laughs> just mow them down. Yeah, just mow them down. And it is really fun. And and the game eventually gets difficult enough that, you know, like, it's it's not like you can totally destroy the game. Yeah. But it's extremely fun for yeah. the first little while. Yeah. Just to, after all that patient one shot at a time business, yeah. having two shots at once. Tell me if I'm misremembering this, but I seem to recall one of the variants on the 2600 being the two-player where you can't pass through each other. That's possible. And like you could just kind of like edge over to your buddy's <laughs> side of the him. screen and trap him in there. <laughs> I don't know if that's a mismemory that I'm having oh, or just something cool. I, I just, I can picture hanging out at my buddy John's place. He had uh, a 2600 with Space Invaders, and that was one of the games that we would often play there. And I seem to recall, like, this not quite cooperative mode that we would sometimes <laughs> get into. Not very cooperative mode, yeah. yeah. Uh, early Atari games had so many variations, and you would just toggle through them. Yep. And, yeah, like Invisible Space Invaders. Yeah, and, and moving shields and yeah, stuff, and the shields yeah. would move on you. Or they would go invisible, or there would be no shields, or oh, there's a whole bunch of variations. And a lot of people forget that the Atari 2600 has these difficulty switches, mm -hmm. which is one more variation. Yes, and on Space Invaders, it makes your turret, your cannon, mm -hmm. wide or not wide. Yeah. And so... <laughs> you can play the Robin version or the Darren version. Don't include that. Oh, more, more fat jokes. I'm oh, sorry. Don't me. do that. It's okay. That was a pretty good one. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you can choose it per player. Yeah, that's as right. As a handicap, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and continuing on, my third... Your third favorite Space Invaders. Yeah, is the Commodore Pet version. Oh, of course. Have we talked about that on the show before? I don't think we have. To me, that it is so good for the pet. Like the pet did not have programmable yeah. graphics. It had the built-in Petski character set, which had some little shapes in it. Yeah. But you cannot redefine any graphics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on it. They are blocky and everything, but they are fantastically animated it's also smooth at that time it felt like the arcade game except it was on a pet in 1979 or 1980 yeah in our grade two classroom yeah. or something like that and, and and it's almost like a wizard had stepped out of time and made this game because 
all the other pet games we were playing were programmed in basic. Yeah. And they were slow yeah. and you waited forever for your turn. And, that's... and you had to do math. Yeah. <laughs> well, even the fun games like uh, Dungeon or yeah. Miner, there were a lot or of- Lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> they were all just very slow paced yeah. because they're programmed in basic. But this Space Invaders, I don't even know if we know who the author is because they were almost like too good. Mm. Like in that same way that Beatles music in the 60s. Yeah, was out of time and space. It felt like yeah. some of this is too new and visionary yeah. and everything. Yeah. Impossible, <laughs> magical. Yeah, it's almost like, what is this? You know, this is just too good. And that Space Invaders wasn't even licensed. As far as we know, nobody sure. was ever paid to make that. Yeah. It was just this free thing some wizard made and dropped off. And everybody played it and yep. it ruined pet keyboards the world <laughs> over. Yes. <laughs> so our friend uh, Ian yeah. uh, had a, a pet at home very early, two, three, four years before any of us got computers. Mm -hmm. He had a pet at home. We would go over and play Space Invaders. And being the stupid kids we were, you had to use the A button to fire. Over on the right, you use the four and six snap keys mm -hmm. on the numeric keypad to move left or right. And you press A to fire. And we would pound that A key <laughs> as if that would somehow make it shoot faster. Sure. Right? I don't think we got the idea that you're supposed to like time your shots. Yeah. We're just, just like, shoot, smash, shoot, smash, shoot, smash, yeah. smash. And I remember his mother standing there, us pounding on this thousand plus dollar computer that they had bought yeah. that she probably wasn't all that happy about the money being spent on in the first place. She was, I, I can still remember her saying, do you have to hit it that hard? <laughs> and I think we turned to like all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> and then went right back to pounding the poor computer. You know, wear out that A key. <laughs> we wore out the A key. Final version. I can't, I can't remember. I you said there's three. Yeah. Here's four. It's I, a I, bonus version. I thought I said four. Okay. I guess we'll have to rewind if I... And the last one is a shout out to the Vic 20 version. Oh, yeah. Which was totally unofficial. Yeah. Called Avenger. Yeah. And it is just really good and addictive for such an, again, for an early implementation. Yeah. Uh, probably 1981. Expertly programmed and just so fun. I got addicted to it just earlier this year. Yeah. Eh? I was playing tons of Vic 20 Avenger guys. Like, I yeah. got a <laughs> super high quality version, better than the C64 version, bizarrely. Yeah. Eh? Even though it has no right to huh. be. Yeah. When, um, when we were in university, I don't know if we, if I'd already fallen a little bit behind you by this point. Uh, we had a class where we were programming, I think in 8086 assembly. Oh, yeah. Did you have to program Space Invaders? No. Or we, was that like an optional, like, was that a, a pick something to program and I happened to choose Space Invaders to do? We had to program a game right. in quotes. Yeah. And Dr. Hasegawa, yeah. uh, he said it doesn't actually have to be a game, like a fun game. Yeah. But it must involve an object moving under keyboard control. Yes. And something else happening on screen and it had to generate some sounds yes and his main goal was that to get you thinking of doing things step by step yeah. frame by frame yeah creating animation in assembly language AD86. Yeah. yeah yeah and so is that what you did as space invaders i began doing space invaders yeah and i think i ended up with space invader <laughs> <laughs> 
here comes the space invader. Yeah, there he is. See if you can shoot him. So yeah, you had there was your yeah. It was you had you, your turret that you went sh- back and forth. Yeah. You could shoot, and there was a thing to shoot. <laughs> there was one thing to shoot. And our friend Ron made a scrolling kind of like a, a scramble, like up. a scramble kind yeah. of game, a yeah. side scrolling shooter. And that was ambitious, and he did it well. Mm-hmm. And my idea was to kind of clone this game. I think it's called Monsters, or I think it's included with QBasic. There was this game where you're like a little asterisk or whatever, screen full of boxes, a little like Pango, yeah, where you can push boxes, yeah, yeah, and you had to surround these objects so mine ron's was really flashy because of the scrolling hey yep. ron if you're listening mine was only a single screen so i felt a little uh what inferior doing that but actually it was it was really difficult because you could push one block and then that pushed another block yeah. and that pushed another block sure and then the monsters had to have a bit of a pathfinding ai yep. to come after you and so you're trying to build these little walls to catch them in and close them in and then they would die ron was just if, scrolling a cave he was just scrolling that. <laughs> no, no. Yours was good too, Ron. Space Invader. Maybe yours was better. I'm just uh, explaining that. Boy, that was a lot of work. That was that was really difficult. Yeah. But 8086, what an easy language. <sighs> like compared to the 6502 and the Commodore 64 mm. that we were programming, mm-hmm. three 8-bit variable, like A, X, and Y. Thank you very registers. much. Yeah. The 8086, you got... 16-bit registers and you got like four of them yeah it had like a multiply built in oh it's fantastic and the 6502 had none of those things so but we digress we are really digressing space invaders 8-bit show and tell is where i'm going to keep that kind of talk okay now back to you my number two choice yes number two moving on Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. Hello? Man. Oh, how you doing? Good, dude. How you doing? Good. It's the 40th anniversary of uh, Space Invaders. Whoa. Yeah. It's a good game. What do you remember about it? I remember enjoying it. I liked playing. I thought it was difficult, though. Where did you play Space Invaders first? Ah, uh, yeah, pizzerias. Yeah, pizzerias. That stuff was good, dude. Yeah, that Space Invaders was good. Great concept. I'm guessing a lot of people had Space Invader type games. You know, there were a lot of knockoffs, weren't there? Oh, yeah. I mean, the- probably a few at the time. Yeah, I think there were over a hundred Space Invader clones just just in the 80s alone. 
Yeah. Yeah, the space invaders, and they come, keep coming closer to Earth, you know, and you're battling them, you know. You know. I loved it. I had space invaders on my 20, Atari 2600, you know. Yeah. And they just kept coming down, you know? I, I love playing this on, um, like, the tabletop. You know? They had this on tabletop, too. And then I played this on the Commodore Pet. My buddy's got it. And um, that's a green monochrome. Versus the Atari one was the aliens were white. Everything else was green. You know, that Space Invaders was just oh, wonderful to play. There's like a alien bugs or whatever. What's that? Yeah, good alien bugs. I like those, man. Oh, and they go faster and faster? Yeah. Also, you know... Like that too was pretty good. It was like 1942. Yes. Yeah, that was a good game too. I, I had like that. that yeah, I have that. Same kind of so happy birthday, Space Invaders! I can't tell you how many. You know, I've had T-shirts with those aliens printed on them. Yeah. And then you're blocked. You got those things that kind of disintegrate and they shoot them. They're like protective barriers. High score. You know. Credit zeros. No more. Yeah, those aliens were on a mission, you know? They're moving across the screen, those sprites. And they're like, oh, we're on a mission. Yep. Happy birthday, little guys. They should do an Area 51 edition. Just kidding. It was like, shoot the real aliens? <laughs> we can't find them. They've snuck underground.
one or two player. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, we're two player at the same time? Yeah. Oh, turns, no, yeah. no, different turns. Yeah. So that's over a hundred clones just in the year that it was published. Not to mention everything else that came afterwards, you know, you could play it online, you know. There's Flash versions on your browser that you could play for free. And those have spawned countless, I can't even keep track, how many clones have been developed of Space Invaders, you know. You know, I guess those aliens just keep coming no matter what, you know. Yeah, you could play Space Invaders on your browser, you know that? Sweet. Yeah, no, I didn't, but, like, I, it makes sense. Like, somebody was kind of, like, emulating it or something, huh? Yeah, they're porting it to different systems. And you could use JavaScript to make these games now. Right? Yes. I used that word with the rev the other day. That peaked his... That got him... That got his attention when I started talking about... He said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which one? Risa? Um... Thank you for sending your voicemails to man at 313man0231. Voicemail from Italy. Eh, ciao, non si sa bene ancora cosa è successo. Eh, si sa solo che nel giro di circa una giornata Facebook eh, ha eliminato tutto ciò che riguardava eh, i contenuti con dei link a CSDB come se fosse stato messo in blacklist eh, credo che ci sia stata un'attivazione massiva di tutti gli scener per mandare dei messaggi all'assistenza dicendo che quel sito lì non, non era spam e poi è tornato tutto in ordine però la faccenda non è chiara al 100% è ritornato tutto mh, però non si sa perché sia andato in blacklist Voicemails to men at 313man0231. Voicemail from Vienna, Austria. I think I play Space Invaders everywhere. I mean, I have it on C64, of course. I think I have it on Week 20, but it's a different name. I'm not sure what's the name now. And I played it on PET. I saved it on the cassette drive on the C64. And uh, you need to enter some poke for the RAM memory and stuff like that, memory locations. And then you save it on the C64, I can play it on the pad, so I played it on the real pad, on the 2001 model. And yeah, I have the cassette still, and when I have uh, repaired the pad, I will uh, maybe load it up again, so let's see. <laughs> 